What's going on, folks? It is the Family on Fire podcast. Hey, we love you guys. We hope that you get something from this session. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. What's going on, folks? It's the Family on Fire podcast, and we are back at it. It is the duo. This Well, it's a trio because we're trying to get Bailey to fall asleep, but at the same time, we're going we're gonna to still record this podcast because... Uh, we got some good for you this evening. So before we get started, how are you, babe? Hot. <laughs> oh, I got the baby on me. Um, I'm great. How are you? Outstanding, outstanding. So I know you guys. Um, I know you guys definitely heard the podcast last week. It was very good, very good show, very good information. You know, I, I was very proud uh, that Chanel kind of stepped out um, on her own and really came through with an epic episode for the podcast. I hope you guys all enjoyed. Um, I think I'll let her do quite a few more of those solo dolos, man. Uh, there was some nuggets in there, and there was some very good information that I think anyone, not just women, you know, but all of us can use to make sure that we take care of ourselves. So tonight we're going to switch up the game a little bit. So we normally, yeah, we're still going to stick with the marriage tip, but we haven't really talked about us being married and in the military. Um, and so we're, we're going to take that route this evening. Somebody gave us an amazing question uh, on my Facebook post. And it said, you know, it was in relation to marriage and deployments. Um, and I think that's very, very important when you're talking about, you know, having a relationship and being married and, and, and to someone in the military, if you're in the military yourself and having to deploy at a moment's notice, you know, have to, you know, sometimes a lot of times, 95% of the times, you know, when you're going to deploy, you know, you got six months in advance, almost sometimes a year in advance, but there are those instances where you got two weeks, somebody dropped out at the last minute and boom, here you are having to pack your bags and leave your family for, you know, six months, seven months, eight months. So how does a family how does a marriage survive? How does a marriage thrive while you have that distance? While your spouse is across the pond and you have to hold down the fort by yourself? How does this happen? So we're going to talk about that. Um, I've been on um, well, one deployment as, as us being married and another deployment as we started to um, reconnect and, and start to really um, grow our relationship. So before we start, you know we have to come with the Bible verse. So I'm going to come from, uh, and it's the famous 1 Corinthians chapter 13 Bible verse. So 1 Corinthians 13 verse 4, love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and it is, and it is not proud or arrogant. So, you know. That's verse four. There, of course, everyone knows it's you know love is not you know love is not real. Love is not self-seeking, etc. And things like that. It goes on and on. But I want to focus on love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful. So, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll let I'll let I'll let Chanel start because I'm from one perspective of being deployed, and so I want her to kind of give her perspective on being home and and really. Um, holding down the fort back in the States as I was away doing my thing on the deployment. So you chime in first, honey. 
It sucked. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Um, but no. The beginning of deployment when we were married was rough for me because we got married February 13th and he was gone October. So it wasn't a lot of time to do a lot of anything. It's like, you know, you get married, you on your honeymoon high, and then, you know, you're starting to learn how you're going to live with each other on a day-to-day basis. You can't go nowhere. It's like, we, this is new to us. So that short time frame wasn't enough. And I remember crying in the airport for about an hour. I cried so hard I couldn't even drive. I had to call my mama. And she was like, you need to stop crying. Like, it was bad. Like, I almost threw up while I was crying. And then... That's pretty bad. You over here vomiting and crying. That ain't that ain't a pretty sight. Stop you. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and I had a church family around me, so it wasn't like I was by myself. But one of the biggest mistakes that I made was enjoying that deployment money. Boy, let me tell you. I went through twelve hundred dollars in three days. She did. And I and look and I was and I was mad about it. I'm telling y'all that right now. But no, I mean and, and and that's and honestly folks, that's one aspect of the deployment. Uh that I'm glad she hit on it first is understanding that money still doesn't grow on trees. Even though you're deployed and it's tax free and things like that. Um, you know, you still have to be smart with your money. I think to to kind of tie in and talk about that aspect, it was the communication piece. I don't think, I don't think before I deployed, we communicated on what the money was going to look like and and what to do with the money. So, no. you know, kind of the the first step, uh, let's say the first tip, really, the first the first tip really to you know marriage and deployment is to communicate. Yeah, there was no conversation about what the money was supposed to do. I just took it upon myself to do what I wanted to do. And essentially what I was doing was going shopping and spending money because I was lonely and I missed him. And I was like, well, I'm going to go shop and buy anything for anybody. You could be a stranger on the corner. You could have told me you wanted a pair of Jordans and I probably would have went and got them for you. Like I was just buying up everything. But I did that because I was missing him. So I used money and shopping to try to fill the void of him not being there. That only took me twice. After the second time I did it, he was like, "Um, have you lost your mind? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, and and, I mean, I'm all for, um, and I think that's one of the things, again, with the communication piece, I didn't know, I didn't know what her love language was. And honestly, you know, shopping isn't her love language. I think it's just the attention, um, the attention essentially of me not being there. She, she needed, you know, she needed to go out and, be around people and, and you'll just give things away because it was the attention that was reciprocated, you know, for her being so generous, but me not knowing that, uh, while I was away and me really focusing on work and, you know, me building myself up. I don't think I, I gave her the attention she needed for that deployment. So, you know, like I said, just you know, tip number one, just make sure you communicate, make sure that you sit down and have that conversation yeah, Bailey, just like that. Just make sure you sit down and you have that, that conversation of what what's the expectation. 
you know, with the money, what's the expectation with, with the calling back and communicating. The next tip that I would give would be to make sure you have a support system. Yeah. yeah. That was one of the biggest things for me was having people around and not just any any type of people, but I actually had people who understood what I was going through. Um, in Idaho, we had our church family. They were military family, so they understood. And at the same time that he was deployed, one of my really good friends, her husband was deployed at the same time. So we spent a lot of time together. Um, that was one of the things that kept me from spending as much money because Pastor Dana, I love you. Um, <laughs> she used to get on us all the time. Like, your husband's ain't out here getting deployment money for y'all to be sitting here blowing. Well, she was true. And then when I explained to her why I was doing it, and she's like, well, when the next time you feel the urge to go spend money, call somebody. You don't have to be by yourself. And what she do that for? Because I was over there just about every day. I spent a lot of time with my church family and it helped me because there were nights where I just didn't want to go home because I was going home to an empty house besides my dog, but I couldn't cuddle with him because I'm allergic to him. (laughs) (laughs) No. And you know, and that's good. You say that because you know, that's one of those things that I don't think, I think people don't take into consideration when you're talking about, um, marriages and, and being away and deployments, things like that. It's kind of, it's, it's important to have that, that, that team, that tribe of people that keeps you, that keeps you tied in that keeps you, you know, focused on, you know, on, on your marriage and focus on the fact that, Hey, you know, your husband is deployed, but your husband or wife is deployed, but you know, you don't have, your life doesn't have to stop. You can still continue to have, you know, to, enjoy your your friendships and enjoy your your church family and enjoy the things that you enjoy doing and i think like i said for her it wasn't so much the spending of money and the you know, all this other stuff it was more so she just didn't have me there to you know i mean really really to to, to talk to to have fun with to play to play games with and that's and that's an important thing when you're when you're talking about you know being married and deployed you know is that communication it is that support system you know, and even when the, the, your spouse returns from deployment, that support system will be um, will be very, very, be very, very important because that person coming back now has to reacclimate. So the best way for that person to get back into the into the groove of things is seeing you in the environment of your support system and asking the questions. You know, what was what what were the things that you guys did? How can I how can I add myself into that? Because you're going into a new routine, you're going into a new environment. So you want to be able to reacclimate and make sure that you're that you're you know on the same page with your spouse. And I, I mean, I you know I I noticed. I mean, I, and we'll like I don't want to focus too much on the finance piece, but that's again that's one of those things <laughs> that gets people. You know, I've had a ton of a ton of airmen that were deployed and they're they come into work and they're just pissed. <laughs> I'm like, yo, Emerson, so what's up? Man, my wife just went out and spent $2,000 on, on purses. Or she went and she just remodeled the whole house with the last deployment check. And I'm like, what? And next thing you know, I see I see the same said airman out and about with another female. 
at the deployed location because he's mad at his wife. And so those are some of the small things that can uh, that can cause a rift. And the biggest thing about marriage and deployments, it's not about somebody being afraid of getting cheated on. It's not not calling back with, with uh, you know on FaceTime or on Skype. It's the money. That's always that always seems to be the biggest common denominator. Like somebody spent something crazy, even like deployed. My uh, the, the the deployment when um when Cheney and I was married were married or uh, the deployment I went I was on while we were married uh, during our first year, I was in Dubai. So doing nothing, doing nothing. So you know I'm getting we're getting paid, and I'm going to Dubai. I'm buying I'm buying crepes. I'm buying Starbucks. I'm going to the man-made beaches. I'm doing all this stuff. With the gold yeah, flakes. with the gold flakes in it. I'm I'm out there buying knockoff Armani watches. Now, hey, look, <laughs> hey, hey, them, hey, them Germanis, them the the uh, the Emirati Armanis. I put it on. Y'all think I'm out here bald? And I bought that thing for sixty dollars. <laughs> but that, but that, you know, that's the other side of it. So, you know, I don't want to, you know. I don't want to focus so much on the finance piece, but I do want to emphasize that it is very important. It is very important to communicate those kind those kind of things and have somebody to keep you accountable. Cause money get real funny when you come back from deployment and you still got them bills to pay. Okay. Okay. Um. With the no, go ahead, babe. There was one point that I wanted to talk about when you said uh one of the the main issue isn't not answering FaceTimes or Skypes or whatever. Um, that can be tricky depending yes. on where the spouse is because there were days, there were times where I didn't hear from him for days at a time. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know if you did alive in a hole on the beach where you at. Yeah. And, and then there were other times because I was in school yeah. We are in different time zones. It's like he's calling yeah. me. I'm in the middle of, a, of an exam. Literally, that I'm happened. Like, uh, <laughs> that literally, I, I called because I had some free time. Yeah. I was like, let me, I said, let me call my boo. So, I call her like five, six times, her phone going off in class. And I'm like, uh, is she dead? You know? Right. But time difference. And I'm like yeah. freaking out. And it's just sometimes you get to talk to them and sometimes you don't. But just be very open and honest about trying to make a schedule even though it always doesn't work but be understanding because they are in a deployed location yeah you never know when anything is going to pop off over there they could be sitting there eating breakfast and the next thing you know alarms going off and they in a hole somewhere yeah but you can't get mad when they ain't calling you after they don't work the 14 hour shifts yeah. and something that got blew up. That, like, really? that actually happened to me. And, uh, you know, this I mean we weren't, we were, we were just starting to reconnect and, um, you know, figure things out. And uh, I was in Afghanistan and we're literally on FaceTime on my laptop, on my, was my laptop, my laptop, my phone, one of the, one of the two. And, you know, she's looking at me, I'm looking at her, we smile and we talking. And then the, the rocket attack alarm goes off. And I'm just like, babe, I have to go. And I hung up the phone really quick. And, uh, you know, we went, we, we bunkered down, did everything. You know, four hours later, I hit her up like, hey, you know, you know, this, this, and that. And I can tell on her face, it's just that uncertainty for the four hours. Like, what happened? Now, granted, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not the getting a Humvee and, you know, full battle, battle rattle type thing and start get, start going after and going after the enemy. But, you know, anytime you have a rocket attack where you have, 
you know, imminent danger where it's hitting, it's actually hitting the base. Like I can you hear never it. know. Yeah, you never know. I mean, you, you know, you you, then especially where the dorms where we were in, you know, they've had some mortars hit the bunkers and hit the dorms. So you know, it's it's a it's a real reality. But uh, that's kind of things. You that's part of the communication. That's part of understanding. Hey, this is what's coming. Uh, and having like like Janie said, having the support system that's familiar with the type of environment that your spouse is going to. You know, this is on both ends. This is on male and female. Um, so, you know, but I do want to say that's the third tip is to be understanding. Um, my job, uh, you know, I work, I work IT, so I work all communications, but our shifts were, um, in Afghanistan, it was, it was six, it was six and a half days a week. So you worked a half day on that seventh day, but so the six days you work in, you know, 12, 13, 14 hour shifts. When I was in um, near Dubai, uh, initially it worked out to where it was, you know, you had six days on, one day off. And then we had an influx of people. So we worked a good schedule where we were doing, you know, some some modified days. But with that, with the modified days, I also um, was trying to, you know, trying to get in shape. And I was trying to train people. And I had all these other things that, you know, luckily, uh, you know, Cheney was like, hey, you know, I do want you to do something that you enjoy doing. And that was that was lifting weights. And I was trying to get as big as I could. And that was, you know, just enjoying the environment I was in. But I was still working you know, the 14 hour days. And, you know, it was just that being understanding piece. And I think for the both of us, it was being understanding of her time and, you know, and my time. I had to understand that she needed quality time, even if it was FaceTime. That was still the time that she needed, that that I would, that I, that she had a right to getting from me. And I think we kind of fell into that trap a little bit where I was like, oh, well, you talked to me last night. So I'm, I don't work today, so I'm just going to go to the gym all day. And it was like, yeah, I talked to you last night for about 20 minutes, you know, and, you know, she she needed more time than that because that's that that is what that was the time that was due her. It wasn't uh, I wasn't being understanding of, of of the of the time that she needed. So, you know, we went through a, a little spell where it was kind of like, well, you know, that's what she was talking about. I was missing her. She was missing me as far as like not being able to connect. And you can kind of tell that the conversations were conversations were lacking and they were they weren't very, um, very pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, but, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Talk about that for talk about that for a second. So. He was a little he was a little cranky that I needed. Well, I felt like I deserved to have more than a 20 minute conversation. And I tried to be understanding of the fact that, you know, you work six days, you just want to go to the gym and de-stress. But what I think he was missing was that I'm sitting over here most of my day, all of my day, worried about you, whether I know you're safe or not, or if you're not in a hot spot at that time. But I spend most of my day worrying about what you're doing so when i only get to talk to you for 20 minutes and then you're like well i ain't gotta talk to you the next day because you just talked to me for 20 minutes the day before that was a little irritating but we did something that helped our communication and i would suggest that you find something to do so we did a book where we wrote something every day we either wrote each other a letter or we drew a picture, 
He looking at me like, what are you talking about? I have both of the books. I can that show was you Afghanistan. them. Yeah. I'm talking about Dubai. It don't matter. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's just idea. something to no, do. No, yeah, no. I'm with you. I was, I was like, wait a minute. I was, but I had to think back. I was like, we wasn't married then. But no, no, no. no, no but that, it was no. something for yeah, the communication. Absolutely. absolutely. Because during that deployment, before we got married, there were... I remember there was one stint of time where I didn't hear from her for like three days and I was freaking out. And what kept my sanity was writing in that journal because I'm like, I know he's going to write me because this yeah. is something that we did every day. Um, and that was interesting because uh, we got, I think uh, the last time I saw it was before we left Idaho, which was 2015. And then the mm-hmm. next time I saw it was a couple months ago. And it was, uh, I think it was 30 days. Like it was the last maybe yeah, 30 or so 30 days. days. So originally, I was um, doing was I doing it on my phone? Yeah, I was doing it on my phone, and something happened to my phone. I pretty much broke my phone, and uh, so I didn't have a screen on my phone or something like that. So I went through the rest of the deployment, kind of just uh, guessing. You know, people call me or um, trying to do phone calls and trying to do the WhatsApp on you know to do uh, to call and text and things like that. So I ended up getting a notebook. And writing, you know, every day. Uh, and then we exchanged them when we came back. But no, yeah, that's no, keep going. That was a good one. Yeah, that was one of the things that even if we didn't talk, I could look forward to him writing. And another thing that we did that I absolutely love, and believe it or not, I still have all 3,000 of these emails that we sent to each other. Oh, yeah. I love the email because. I could write at any time I felt like it and send it to him. I knew he was going to get the notification because yep. that's just what we do. And yep. it would every I would check my email. Now, I'm a little OCD. I would I check my email like every 10 minutes. Literally, I still do like that. refresh refresh refresh. No, and and that was a good one because um at any time we can send we can send the email. We know cuz I think this was right when I had switched to night shift. Yes. And uh, our our times were like it was when it was my nighttime, it was her daytime. So when she was waking up, I was going to work. Yeah. Yeah. When she was waking up, I was going to work. So we had like maybe ten minutes between her has to her having to get to get to get to work, get to class, and it was like I have, you know, five, ten minutes to walk from the dorms to, to my to the compound. So it was like Hey, you know, shoot an email, or I will wait till I get to work, and this is write a long email about how, um, how the day was. Interestingly enough, since I was, I when I went back to days on the deployment, so it was daytime when I was deployed. It was nighttime, um, back in the states. During the night, I would yeah, we would have more time to talk, but during the day, I would just be emailing her. Just like all night long, and I would get like random emails at two in the morning, like, "Oh, thanks for the email." I'm like, "Why are you up?" <laughs> anyway, I, we're, I'm rambling. So because I'm sorry. I would set my email notifications so that I could hear them, so I wouldn't miss an email. Yeah. But um, yeah, that time change that was something because I remember, I remember one night, it was actually the day my mom got married. I had to take um, drive people home, and it was like midnight. And he oh, stayed yeah. up and waited for me to be able to get home to say goodnight. And I knew he was exhausted. And I was exhausted. But it was the little things like that that made it easier. 
But I would recommend doing that. Or read a book together. Yeah. Choose a book. I think we, we sure. read, uh, did we read Power of Praying Husband? Yes. And so, Wife. Yeah. So, we, so I read Power of Praying Husband. She read Power of Praying Wife. And so that was another way of us staying connected. And we kind of shared what we learned from the uh, from the book. So, I mean, you know, we'll say four, you know, four tips because I don't want to, uh, you know, we, we can talk, we can talk days about, about, you know, the things that we did. Um, I say, like I said, one was to make sure you have the communication. Talk about what's, what's to come, you know, talk about what is, is getting ready to happen, the distance, the time change, the, you know, the, the pitfalls that might come up, you know, even if you have any other issues before you deploy it, it, you know, you don't know how many times that I've, I've deployed with people and they say, you know, our marriage sucked before I deployed. So now they're out doing whatever with the people that they're deployed with. Um, so make sure you communicate, make sure that you, what was the second one? I forgot. (laughs) That's, That's why I write these things down. Yeah, uh, make sure you. Yeah, um, so make sure you communicate. Make sure that you are being. Are you? You're being understanding of of the of the time. Make sure you have uh, number three. Make sure you have a plan. You know, have a plan of action for for what's gonna happen. I'm pretty sure I missed number two. Like I high key missed number two. No, honey, there were only three to be. It was three. With, but I'm about to add number four, very quickly. One of the things that we did not address that I'm pretty sure some people are like, I can't believe y'all ain't say that. The sex issue. Man. Because you want to stay faithful and loyal to your spouse because your spouse is the only one you should be giving up the box and the stick to. The box and the stick. Right. Wow. Um, Amen. Be creative. You better set up a camera and take a photo shoot or something (laughs) in your bedroom. (laughs) But keep your eyes only on your spouse. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah. We had we came up with some creative yeah. things. Yeah, and do. that's and no, and uh, you know, in all honesty, that's kind of the one thing. That's another thing too that you know it th- we we throw in there um, the communication, the finance piece, the you know the being understanding of time, and all this kind of stuff. And it's the, you know it's the it's the sex piece, especially if before you deploy, you're not. You're not disciplined um, with your, you know, with your eyes and your communication and things like that. Um, yeah, be creative. You know, find different ways. Look, I'll <laughs> never mind. Um, be creative. Be creative. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, but yeah, this you know this is a different. This is a, I mean, uh, you know, still talking about marriage, but you know, for our military folks, you know, our military family, which is huge. You know, both on both sides of us, you know, me being in the military currently and, you know, Cheney um, being a um, retired military, you know, our, our, our military network is, is enormous. And we, you know, we love everyone that serves and everyone that, that, that braves, that's brave enough to put on the uniform. But some of these same tips, are, you know, if you're not in the military, you can still use them. You can still work on communication. You can still work on understanding. You can still be creative you know, in the marriage bed, you can always work on, on having a plan. You can still, when you're in the same house every day, you can still get a book and you can still carve out time where you go into separate rooms. You both read, you both allow yourself, you both allow yourself to get 
to get information and get downloads and then come together and say, what did you get from it? Okay. So, you know, don't only take this as like, I have to be deployed to do these things. You can still do these things as you are in the same house every single day, working your jobs or working together, whatever it is. Okay. So yeah, it was a great episode. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe you should do an episode just straight, just straight up solo dolo talking about the real, the real on, on living life deployed the mommy the mo- the wife version I don't know if they ready for that <laughs> yeah I don't know yeah you ain't got no filter I'm gonna have to listen to it and edit some stuff out <laughs> but anyway you guys have an amazing week we love you can't wait to talk to you again I missed you last week so it might not happen for a while cause I gotta get some stuff off my chest <laughs> but you guys have an amazing week it's a great day to be alive we out